0: Good morning, everyone. I'm R.W. Estella with a word in edgewise. Today is the 28th of February, the 59th day of 2022, with 306 days between now and 2023. Tomorrow places us at the beginning of March, but in a leap year, we would have the 29th of February. Some wishes come easily. Had I been born 70 years ago in a leap year, for example, I would really only have had the opportunity thus far for 17 birthdays. Yet, supposedly, youth is a frame of mind, and in that regard, I've been 17 years old for a long time, let's say. Of course, the world is arranged in opposites, North and South Poles, for instance, day and night, land and sea, hot and cold, and so forth, which also gives us the Gilbert and Sullivan comic opera, The Pirates of Penzance, or The Slave of Duty. Frederick, the young hero of the story, is wrestling with the terms of an apprenticeship that is specified by the words, quote, until his 21st birthday, close quote. A long time away, considering each of his birthdays occurs only once every four years, though he appears to have at least one consolation his young lover Mabel agrees to wait for him faithfully. Today, in 1832, a young Charles Darwin, fresh out of divinity school at Christ College in Cambridge, England, and having shipped out of Plymouth aboard the HMS Beagle, arrived in the Brazilian town of Salvador, in the state of Bahia. Today in 1849, the first boatload of gold rush prospectors from the U.S. East Coast arrived in San Francisco, California. Today in 1953, Francis Crick and James Watson discovered the chemical structure of the DNA molecule, a.k.a. the double helix polymer. Heavenward this morning in the southeastern sky before sunrise, our waning crescent moon hung low just before the horizon, with the planet Mars barely above and slightly to the left, and Venus above Mars and a little further to the left. This trio shone before the constellation Sagittarius, and that arrangement prompted us to look beyond toward the Milky Way. And speaking of prompts, this past week, Russia's invasion of Ukraine had me thinking about British World War II veteran Henry Reed's 1942 poem, Naming of Parts, the first poem in a six-poem super poem titled, Lessons of War. Reed begins, Today we have naming of parts. Yesterday we had daily cleaning, and tomorrow morning we shall have what to do after firing. What to do, indeed. A photo this past week concerning how we go about doing things was telling. Appearing on the front page of the state section of the Bangor Daily News were a number of students sitting shoulder to shoulder on a roof at Bates College. None of the students was wearing a mask, though all were in each other's faces, smiling at the abundant sunshine that helped Bangor to the north reach a high of 65 degrees that day. The shot was an index of sorts on what happens outside of the classroom at Maine's colleges and universities, where students occasionally continue to test positive for COVID. Here in the United States, when we look at our current 79 million cumulative cases of COVID since the first reported cases on January 21, 2020, and divide that by the total cases worldwide of about 432 million... We find that we in the U.S. have roughly 18% of the world's cases of COVID, while we are only 4% of the world's population. This past weekend, we had an ironic anniversary of sorts, remembering back to February twenty fifth, 2020, when then-President Donald Trump, speaking in India, said the virus was, quote, very well under control, close quote. Today, in a somewhat distant second place to the US stats, India has 43 million cases. In third place globally is Brazil with 29 million cases. Fourth this past week goes to France, owing to its significant recent spike in cases, so that its total since the beginning of the pandemic is now 23 million. That bumps the UK down to fifth place with 19 million cases. Russia is in sixth place with approximately 16 million cases. Germany, owing to a recently pronounced rise in cases, is currently in seventh place with 15 million cases cumulative since the beginning of the pandemic about 26 months ago. On the fatal front, worldwide deaths due to COVID are at 6 million, while COVID deaths here in the United States are now at 945,000, up at least 13,000 since last week, not a huge number for some folks, only an average of 1,857 of our citizens dying per day from the virus, not a big number unless someone close to you has succumbed to COVID. Worldwide, more than 10.5 billion doses of vaccine have been administered. Today, in 1533, in the Chateau of Montaigne near Bordeaux, France, Pierre Equem, a wealthy merchant and a firm believer in education, and his Spanish-Jewish wife welcomed their new son, Michel Equem de Montaigne, into the world. Latin was essential to the educated mind of the day, so Pierre hired a German tutor who knew no French. That way, the tutor and young Michel could communicate only in Latin, guaranteeing no laxity. Fortunately, young Michel de Montaigne was a good student, mastering law while still a teenager. Later, he turned to writing and invented a new literary genre, the personal essay. His work emphasizes the importance of a questioning attitude, an open mind, and tolerance, the latter of which Montaigne's family provided plenty of room for, with his Jewish mother, Protestant brothers, and Catholic prioress sister, who was so noted for her piety that in 1949 she was canonized. Montaigne has written, quote, one should always have one's boots on and be ready to leave, close quote. Today is also the birthday in 1890 of Joe Malone, the Canadian hockey center who in 1920 became the only player in NHL history to score seven goals in a single game. In 1901, of American chemist and peace activist Linus Pauling. In 1906, of American gangster Bugsy Siegel. In 1915, of American comedian and actor Zero Mostel. In 1929, of Canadian-American architect Frank Gehry. In 1939, of American guitarist john fahey in 1940 of italian-american automobile racer mario andretti in 1945 of american actress and sculptor mimsy farmer in 1948 of american actress bernadette peters and in 1957 of american rock vocalist cindy wilson from Oregon Main, I'm R.W. Estella with a word in Edgewise. Here's to the 11th official week of winter. We're three weeks away from spring.